The race for governor is more than a year away, but the field of Democratic hopefuls seems to grow just about every week. More than a half dozen have entered the race or are seriously considering making the move. J.R. Ross of Wispolitics.com says some of the candidates have overlapping constituencies and likely will have to work to carve out a lane for themselves. Ross talks about the race and other matters with WUWM's Marty Michelson for this week's Capital Notes. So many people are getting in that's reinforcing a perception that that race is wide open. and There's nobody really who's emerged as the front runner who is scaring anybody away. We still have people like uh, Kelda Helen Royce, who was a member of the state assembly who's looking at running, Balin Mitchell, head of the statewide firefighters union, looking at running, uh, Paul Sog, the Madison mayor, looking at running. As long as nobody emerges as the front runner who really takes hold of that race and says, I am the person to follow, you're going to see people kind of probing or thinking about running. And then we'll be watching come January. They have to give us their first campaign fundraising report. And if none of them have really kind of blown the others out of the water money-wise, you're going to hear calls Democrats of like, well, okay, who could who could come in and save it? Who, who could come in and really do this? Who could maybe self-finance or could raise money quickly or... Other Dems might be encouraged to look at this race come January if you don't see a strong frontrunner from the field either that's already in or looking at getting in. I noticed that two of the candidates, uh, school superintendent Tony Evers and state representative Dana Wax, took some jabs at each other over the um, transgender bathroom issue. So does this signal that nerves are uh, wearing a little thin and that the Democratic uh, primary could get nasty? It's, well, it's a little bit more about those lanes I was talking about. They're trying to find ways to break through. You know, where, what's their path? And by Dana seems to be trying to grab this mantle of the progressive, you know, say, hey, this is not what progressives believe in. Um, you know, he's trying to grasp those voters. Uh, what's interesting is in talking to Democrats about that little flare-up is they worry that if the field focuses so much on these kind of smaller issues that obviously important to people who affected, but to the average voter maybe not be a top three issue, the more they focus on those issues, the less they're, you know, to appeal the base, the less they're focused on things that appeal to those voters in that kind of mushy middle that they will need next fall if they have any hope of beating Scott Walker. Now, you got to win the nomination first, but you can't lose sight of those voters in the middle because they're the ones who determine if you can win that office or not. And if it dissolves into a lot of bickering, uh, infighting amongst the Democratic candidates, is that good or bad for Governor Walker? Oh, it's great. Same thing for Tammy Baldwin and, and the Republican field looking at her. The more that your opponents are focused on each other and, more importantly, spending money against each other, the better position you're in that you can sit back, um, kind of, raise as much money as you can, sock it away, do positive things, focus on positive messages. The more you can do that, they take care of blooding each other up, the better off you are. Switching gears to the legislation a little bit, um, one of the stories we've been covering is the Sanctuary Cities Bill, which is meant to give uh, federal immigration authorities time to track down undocumented immigrants who have been taken into custody for crimes not related to their status. The bill would require local law enforcement to keep those individuals behind bars for 48 hours. The proposal died in the legislature in the previous two-year session, but it is back now and was the subject of a a heated public hearing last week. So what future do you predict for the measure now? That's a good question. We've been waiting to hear from lawmakers and Republicans in both houses about what their priorities are going to be for uh, the rest of this session. They're going to be on the floor sometime end of October, early November for like two days. They'll be back in early January to finish things off. We have not heard what they want to do. 
what the priorities are for Republicans. Um, they've got to weigh what things are that they need to get done that their base wants. They need to think about what messages the bill send to the electorate come next fall, uh, what things they can agree on, because although they are all Republicans in charge right now, they don't always are on the same aren't always on the same page when it comes to legislation or how it should look and find details. So they haven't really given us an idea yet what they want to do. So I'm not sure this bill is going to be priority yet or not. The Governor Walker has okay. kind of sent a message. He's not that yeah. in. He hasn't commented on it, so I don't think he really wants that fight on his desk right now. Um, though if they pass it, he'll have to deal with it. Right. Um, does Does Governor Walker uh, need the support of immigrant communities as he considers a re-election bid in 2018? Well, I mean, every vote counts, so you don't want to, you know, you have any constituency that might be open to your ideas or your positions. But, you know, we're in Wisconsin, I think Hispanic, Hispanics make about roughly 7% of our population. We're not a huge, you know, have a population like a California or a Texas or an Arizona kind of thing. So, and there also have been issues nationally with getting Hispanics to turn out, uh, especially in midterm elections. So if an issue like this motivates that base, and get them excited to come out next fall, and they could be a, a potent, you know, constituency. It just depends on, you know, does that bill happen? Who, where do the players end up on it? And can people get those guys, those voters, motivated to turn out and send a message next fall?